from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louis B. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, October the 12th, 2021. It's your digital host, Louis B. And yes, we are talking Thai Cats and the Thai Cats on the wrong end of a 24-23 scoreboard last night. Boris Beattie hits a game-winning 51-yard field goal as time expires. As the Ticats drop to 4-5, and five, the Argos improve to 6-3, and three, and the Ticats fall to 3rd in the East Division standings. It's a tough loss. There's no way around it. We're going to hear from Coach Orlando Steinauer as he spoke after the game. We're going to hear from Jagarit Davis. Uh, we'll be joined by Coach Sal for some Tuesday morning salutations, or I guess Tuesday afternoon salutations, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. It came out at 4 o'clock, so the chances are you are not listening to this on Tuesday morning. But I did catch up with him uh, this morning. But uh, there is some news elsewhere in the CFL. We mentioned Montreal. Ticats uh, now sitting behind Montreal by half a game. Uh, But the Montreal Alouettes announced that Vernon Adams Jr. has been placed on the six-game injured list. Uh, He's hurt in the last minutes of yesterday's game against the Red Blacks. He suffered a shoulder injury. It won't require surgery, but will need many weeks of rehab. So the second place for now, East Division Montreal Alouettes, are without Vernon Adams Jr. for I'm six games. That that is the rest of the regular season for them. Uh, so we'll keep our eye on that. A huge loss elsewhere in the CFL. The Ticats are in the bye week, by the way. Just in case you you didn't know that, um, and you're wondering why I'm not talking everything Ticats right now. Just getting some news and notes around the league. Uh, so other quarterback news is that uh, the Edmonton Elks head coach Jamie Elizondo says they are moving forward with Taylor Cornelius and Dakota Prukup as the quarterbacks. And that means that Trevor Harris has been benched uh, in Edmonton. So huge news. Dave Campbell tweeting uh, yesterday that Elizondo adds it's a hard decision to make because of his history with Harris, but says even though the struggles are not all on him, he's not getting enough out of the QB position as his starter. So huge quarterback news across the CFL uh, to start off our uh, Tuesday here. But... Let's talk about the Ticats because they uh, were not able to get the win yesterday, their second straight loss here at home. And uh, first of all, I'll I'll get my thoughts here. You can listen to a great roundtable discussion, by the way, on Tiger Cats postgame yesterday. Uh, Hitch, Andy Fantuz, Courtney Steven, and I had a great conversation about where this team's at as they head into their second bye week. But uh, let's talk about a little bit of the good uh, Malik Irons had 59 yards on seven carries. So that's about eight yards per carry every time he touched the football. I was really impressed by what I saw from him. I was really impressed with Jeremiah Masoli. And I know there are probably a couple of you on Twitter right now who are telling me that I'm wrong and that we can't wait for Dane Evans to be back. And I, First of all, I, Jeremiah Masoli is the starting quarterback. Jeremiah Masoli got hurt. Uh, you know, Dane Evans is eligible to come off the six-game injury list, I believe. I'll double-check my math, but I believe he's eligible to come off when the Ticats take on the Red Blacks on October 23rd. But I don't know how you take Masoli out of the game. He's building his confidence. Yes, he's 0-4 as a starter this year, but 
that there's nothing on that loss you can pin on him. He was 24 of 33 for 261 yards for two touchdowns. He also ran for another 23 yards. He was doing it with his feet, getting first down. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the Ticats do. For sure. I mean, Dane Evans was looking good, too, when he came in before he got hurt. Uh, but it'll be an interesting situation to walk. But Jeremiah Masoli is the starter of this team, and I, I think that I'd be shocked to see anything other than Masoli start uh, when the Ticats host the uh, the Red Blacks. Jalen Acklin had a great game. We named him our uh, uh, Hercules Tire Performer of the game. He had uh, 96 yards on six catches and including a beautiful, beautifully caught ball uh, for a 45-yard touchdown in the second half. So, uh, yes, it's unfortunate the Ticats uh, lost the game, but there's five games left in the season. Lots of time to figure this out. And, uh, I, I, well, let's hear from Coach O. Let's hear what he had to say following the game last night. Uh, just basically, we got we to find a way to, to finish football games and and win. That's, that's the name of the game, right? Uh, playing well enough to win and winning are two different things, and, and we, didn't, we didn't get that done tonight. So, um, you know, we got to, you know, I, I just basically told them that we're heading into a bye week. The things that we want are still in, ahead of us. You know, there's, this was not an elimination game, but, um, we have, we've got to be better. We've got to be better in spots, period. They know that the sting speaks, the, the loss speaks, uh, a lot louder than any words I can tell. Well, you know, I think that uh, we were able to sustain drives on offense a little bit. We were able to get off the field. You know, it's 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 not always about the overall stats. Sometimes it's about the timing of how things happen in the game. You know, we didn't get some timely stops that, you know, we we needed to. Um, you know, we took penalties at, at uh, times that uh, just aren't conducive to playing consistent winning football. So um, there, there's enough to spread around. Um, and the, over, the overall thing is, is that uh, – we, we didn't finish, and, and they did. So uh, we'll move on, and it, it sure doesn't feel good. It, it, uh, uh, you know, you're not in every football game uh, that you play in, and when you are, you got to find a way to get it done. Just, I think, just the untimely plays when we made plays, you know, you know getting ourselves backed up on teams, taking a penalty, putting our offense in that situation, which they did an outstanding job of moving it out all night. Uh, you know, special teams, just just those penalties that we've made um, in previous games, you know, uh, just a little bit disappointed in, um, you know, everybody can't take one. Everybody can't learn off of their own. So I think that would be the disappointment. But, you know, they played hard. We executed a lot better than we have in weeks past. Um, you got to win football games. That's what this game is about. You have to win flow of the game I thought we were okay you know I didn't feel like yeah the momentum shifted a little bit uh when they went down and scored that touchdown but um the game was still within within our grasp and we controlled uh the majority of that outcome but they did make some timely plays uh in their in their three phases um and, and we didn't and so um uh, they know the end goal bubs they really do um focusing on that's not going to get us there um we we've got to pay attention to detail um, you know, obviously you got to win if you want a chance for, for the end prize. And, uh, they understand that, uh, focusing on that, beating that in, that's kind of not what we're about. We're going to be about our first day of practice, taking care of ourselves uh, during the bye week And, uh, so I wouldn't use the word desperation, but we definitely have got to play better consistently. 
That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tigers, Orlando Steinauer, as he addressed the media after the game yesterday. And uh, there's desperation, obviously not a word that this team is going to be using right now. They still find themselves kind of in a playoff position right now. They're not, they're not out of the playoff picture. Coach mentioned it. Nobody got eliminated yesterday. Uh, and the pieces are there. The defense looks great. You know, you have to consider the fact that, that Frankie Williams is probably trending to return next week. He does a lot on both sides of the football, on special teams, on defense. This team's going to get healthier. Brandon Banks, you assume, is going to be healthier, uh, especially with this bye week. He's going to get his body right, you know, not do any football activity. So there's a, there's a lot of confidence in this group, as there should be. A lot of the pieces are here that were here on the, the team that went 15-3. and three. Yes, we understand that 2019 is a different football team. Uh, this 2021 Ticats team is not that team. But still, there were a lot of pieces from that team. And you know what? Let's be honest. This team's gone through some adversity. And Courtney Steven mentioned it on Tiger Cats postgame that it's, it's better to get these games, these tough losses, these gut punches out of the way now when you still have five games left to figure it out than, you know, East semifinal, East final, great cup. So this team is is putting it all together. I understand that there's probably some frustration, but they're four and five. There's five games left, and uh, I, I'm, I still have some confidence in this group. Uh, I, I, I hope you do as well. All right, let's hear from uh, Jagarrett Davis. He had himself a, a great game. Uh, you know, he's going to mention it, uh, pass interfere, or roughing the passer call aside he was asked about it. you're going to hear his answer on what he saw on that play uh, but he had a sack he had two tackles for losses he just had a really really big game uh, here's what he had to say after the loss just got to finish we got to execute better I mean that's all it really comes down to is execution and lack of so that's what I mean we've been in what, two three games came down to the wire loss at the end it's like a um execution is basically how I look at it I mean we're a team, no matter if it's players, coaches, we're a team and we didn't execute. That's what all it boils down to. So we just got to execute better and finish our games. We execute here, there, play here, play there. Our record looking totally different. So it is what it is. I mean, we played a hard game. They came out and executed it when they mattered the most and we didn't. So the better team won today. I mean, I can't argue with the referees. I've never seen a referee change his mind on the call once they made it. So, I mean, I can only go with what they call. For me, I know I didn't hit his head. I mean, the way I hit him, his head rocked forward, then went back. So it might have been hellacious in their opinion. But for me, I've been in a lot of plays like that, coming hitting the quarterback clean. It's just not my, my pedigree to get late hits on the quarterback, but they called it. I mean, got to live with it. Yeah, got to keep one snap and clear, go to the next play. Uh, most definitely. I mean, having a bye week, regardless of when it comes, is a blessing. So just for it to come at this moment, at this point in time, it's great. I mean, we got some guys still nicked and bruised. So we just everybody needs to, you know what I'm saying? They one snap and clear, time away, refresh your mind, refresh your memory, you know what I'm saying? Come in fresh, ready to lock in, coach. The, I mean, the, the East is still up in there, to be honest with you. I mean, we just played a good team. They are first in the, in the East, but it's still close. It's too close, it's too close to call. A game here, a game there, everything could be changed. So it's going to be interesting this, this final stretch. Would, would desperation be a word in that vocabulary? Or? <laughs> never, never. 
Not at all. It's still going to be taking us one game at a time. You can't win a great cup today. So, you got, all we got to worry about our next opponent was, I think it's on the 23rd. That's what we. That's the. That's our great. That's that's the most important game of the, of the season for us. The next game, that's gonna be the mindset every game going up. There's been a mindset since day one, so it's not gonna change now. That is Jagarit Davis as he spoke to the media after last night's game. And I know typically after you know the first show after a game day, I I take to Twitter and I get your thoughts on how the Ticats played or how you're feeling about the Ticats, I decided to give that just uh, another day to breathe. You know, it was a long weekend. It was a, you probably had a lot of turkey. You got home late last night. You you might need a couple days to calm down. So I'll ask you tomorrow, but you can let me know at Louis B underscore TV. Uh, You give me your thoughts on uh, where the Ticats are as they are in their second bye week of the season. Give me your thoughts on last night's game. Uh, but you can hit me up on Twitter at Louis B underscore TV. Uh, this is a nice reminder that you can follow me on Twitter. And you can also subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network so you never miss an episode of this show or any of our other great shows, uh, including a brand new episode of the CFL This Week with Bob O'Neill that dropped today uh, and a brand new episode of the uh, Coach O Show with Luke Tasker and lots of great stuff in that one. All right, very pleased now to be joined by my friend, Coach Sal, for some Tuesday salutations with Coach Sal. Uh, John Salvantis. Uh, Sal, it's, uh, it's a tough loss, obviously, for the Ticats, so I'll give you the floor. Where do you want to start? Well, I think you go back to what uh, Coach O said uh, after the ball game. You've got to finish. Uh, that, that's the object of the game is to win, so you've got to be able to finish. And in these tight games, so there, there's usually the three to five plays that make a difference in the ball game. And I think in this ball game, number one, uh, the roughing the passer penalty uh, on the interception was was huge uh, in the game. Uh, second to that, I, I think the the fake punt was uh, one of those situations where the risk reward was not there. Uh, you know, the the Argos were able to go down and get three points. Uh, off of that field position. Uh, I think those things, uh, plus I really feel like, and I don't, want to, I don't want to say this in such a negative way that people think it's wrong, but when you're inside that red zone, you've got to be aggressive. You've got to go for the touchdown. I think we were way too conservative in that last series uh, on the goal line inside the, uh, what, 10-yard line, and we're playing conservative ball. Uh, I think you've got to let Mazzoli roll out, give him an option to run uh, or pass the ball uh, to the end zone. If you don't get it, then you get your field goal. I was about to say, there, there, was, there was a lot of time on the clock, and I think that's what people are looking at, is that there's that, that we're still about two minutes left and, and, and three points in that situation. Like you said, the, 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 the play call – you know, I'm, we're not in the room. We don't know, but it, it did seem like the Ty Cats were they were playing not to lose. If that well, if that no, makes not, sense, not necessarily, Louis. I, I think they were playing to run the clock down. But when you only have two plays in which to do that, uh, you're only taking 20 seconds off each time. Uh, so you're going to leave the other team an opportunity to get the ball, uh, which they did. But I really believe you've got to be aggressive. If you're going to be a championship team, you've got to be aggressive in the red zone. 
one of the, the real uh, hallmarks of good teams is you get in the red zone, you score touchdowns. Yeah. Um, what, it was a good game. I mean, I, that, I think that's, that's what, what's kind of lost is that Masoli had a good game. Defensively, they played well. How do you kind of get over a loss in which the team plays well, you feel like you did everything right, but you still come out on the wrong side of it? Well, you're paid to win, and, and uh, that's, the, uh, that's the bottom line. But like you said, the defense played well. I thought uh, Davis coming down the line of scrimmage, making the tackles behind the line of scrimmage, that was a scheme. Uh, you know, they weren't worried about uh, McLeod, uh, Bethel McLeod rolling to the outside. So when that handoff went away from Davis, he was free to come right down the line of scrimmage. I think one of the things that was lost in the talks afterwards was a play of Dylan Wynn. I thought Wynn played exceptionally well on the inside. I mean, Foster had seven carries for seven yards, and yet uh, the Argos were able to win. On the flip side of that, we talked last week about having an inside runner. I think Malik Irons showed that he can run on the inside. He carried the ball seven times for 59 yards. That's an 8.4 average. Now you go ahead and you use early – on the outside with the screen type passes and the little bubble screens, et cetera. And you've got a one, two duel uh, that, that can pay dividends down the road. Um, offensive line, Chris Van Zyl was back. We saw Murray flip from the right side to the left side. Okafor was out. Just your overall assessment, because it, it seems like this is the group. This is going to be the group going forward, you know, barring any injuries, it, you know, the status of Okafor's side. What did you see from them? And, and considering it was the first time that unit played together, how do you see them continuing to grow? Well, I think it was a great move. You know, we were waiting for Van Zyl to get back. He gets back and they moved Murray over to the left side. He did a good job on that side. There were two sacks in the game, if I remember right, uh, against Mazzoli. Uh, one of the sacks came with what we call a jet, which is a linebacker on the outside of a defensive end on the line of scrimmage, and that was on Van Zyl's side. Mm -hmm. You have several ways that you can counter that. If you have an uncovered lineman on the inside, you go ahead and you zone out to that man so that uh, Van Zyl would take the outside guy. His responsibility on a two-man rush from that side is to take the inside man. So he took the inside man, the outside man comes free. The other sack, if I remember right, was off of a play-action pass. And what you should do when you get that jet on the outside, this time it was on the left-hand side, of the offense, you get that jet out there, you abort the fake. Don't worry about the fake. It doesn't make any difference because that guy's going to get to the quarterback. So you just abort the fake and go out and block him. Mm -hmm. Now, given that and given Malik Irons' ability to run on the inside, giving the screen pass that went for a touchdown on the outside, I think this line is the line to go forward with. And I thought Murray played very well on the left side. You never want to go into a bye week after a loss. That's what I've heard. It seems it tends to kind of stick with you a little bit longer through the week. You, maybe you don't enjoy your time off as much. But did this bye week almost come at the perfect time for the Ticats? Because now they can kind of shift their focus to the final third of the season here and, and really kind of hit, hit the gas button for the rest of the way. Yeah, I, I think it's a good time to get this. And uh, you've got to now look in the mirror 
and decide as a player, did I give it my best shot? Uh, did I do the things I was supposed to do? Was I within the scheme that the coaches asked me to do? All of that, and then come back with a fresh attitude uh, going down the line. You know, uh, optimism really favors from the top down, uh, meaning, you know, and you guys talked with the caretaker prior to the game. He's such an optimistic person. He passes that on to his staff inside. They pass it on to the coaching staff, the coaching staff to the players. And I think the, the second half of the season coming up, even though there's some tough games in there, there's games, uh, well, every game's a tough game. But uh, I think we get Ottawa next. Uh, and then from there, it's Edmonton. Then it's BC. Then it's back to Toronto. And then it's with Saskatchewan. So that's not an easy sledding going down. Yeah. And uh, you, you have to wonder, you know, getting your body right, but also getting your mind right. And that was something we talked about on Tiger Cats postgame. You know, uh, Hitch and, and Andy were kind of in the sense that it, it is important that you do take a couple of days away from the facility, that you do try and, you know, not not think about football. But where, where are you stand on that as a former coach? What, what, what do you think uh, what guys should be doing this bye week? I think exactly what uh, those guys were talking about. They've got to get out and clear their heads. And so do the coaches. So often we as coaches would go right back to the office and, and just pour over everything uh, for those days and not clear our minds uh, to, to give that uh, back to the players uh, later on. So I, I think it's so important. The whole organization needs to take a couple days off Take a deep breath. We're not out of this thing. We're going to get in the playoffs. We would like to be first in the playoffs. If not, then we'll fight our way through and, and come out on the other end. Okay, well, I'm taking that as my blessing, to, as your blessing for me to take a couple of days off. If you're saying the whole organization can take a few days off, I think I'm going to enjoy my Saturday and Sunday uh, and not think, about, uh, not think about football. I think that's a great idea for you, Lloyd. Go out and have a good time. Uh, there's, there, that's always a guarantee. Coach South, thank you so much for doing this. Appreciate it as always. You know, you're more than welcome. Nice talking with you. My thanks to Coach Sal for joining me today, and my thanks to you as well. Always do appreciate it. Could not do this show without you or your support. So uh, I, my genuine appreciation uh, for you. And uh, uh, you know, a day after Thanksgiving, I'm very thankful to have some uh, some loyal listeners who who shout at me. As uh, hopefully you're shouting good things, by the way. Uh, I've noticed that a couple of times, you know, we've been on the northwest corner doing our broadcast and people are shouting Louis B. I'm going to be honest. I'm not trying to be rude, but I do have my headphones in and I am in the middle of a live show. So hopefully you're saying nice things. Uh, because, you know, I, I'd appreciate uh, you saying nice things as opposed to mean things. Anyway, that's all the time we got for today's show. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. As mentioned, the Ticats are off this week, so we'll be uh, filling the show uh, with content from around the CFL, different guests, but uh, we'll have more insights into Monday's game on tomorrow's show. So make sure to join us same time, same place, right here on the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats Today with Louis B. Subscribe, like, and get your Ticats fix every weekday.